Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the film Fast 10, or Fast X, or Fast and the Furious Part 10, or however you want to look at this film. Whatever the case may be, uh, however you want to look at this film, uh, simple enough, and the idea that, you know, this is the 10th film in this franchise, and yet it's still not even being close to being done yet at this point, um, I don't know, like, I understand that they want to milk the every last dollar they can out of this franchise and keep it going as far as they could, but at the same time, I feel as if this... This franchise should have ended, honestly, when Paul Walker died. Um, you know, as much as it hurts to say that, but it, it honestly, it should have, like, that should have been the end of this franchise at 7. And then, you know, I enjoyed 8 for what it was. I didn't really care for 9, because 9 became, like, them just answering the, the memes that the fans were making. Like, next thing you know, they're going to go up against the dinosaurs, the Transformers, they're going to go into outer space. It's all about family. You know, it became like a meme. And then they just made the meme into a movie and everything like that. So it's like, all right, I guess I see what they're trying to do. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't need, you don't need to do that is what I'm saying. Hobbs and Shaw just felt like a cash grab. But it it was, the movies are entertaining to an extent. But now we get to Fast 10. And... Basically, this movie is a continuation of the events of Fast Five. And if you've seen the trailers, you kind of already know about Jason Momoa's character and all this other stuff. So, you know, it's easy to get, it's easy to get, um, it's easy to kind of understand where he's coming from and where his motivations lie. But, you know, to tie into Fast Five... A movie that came out almost 10 years ago now. Oh, we. It came in. It kind of, you know, just boggled my mind that, you know, that this film was going to do all this in a way that was. uh, It was going to retcon everything else. And that's what I was afraid of. Um, I was afraid that this movie was probably going to retcon everything that happened from like six all the way onward. Which in a lot in a lot of ways it kind of did, but at the same time it it really just felt the same. It it took the same principles of five and just ex- and just exacerbated the problem and everything like that. There's some great moments where all these people are just doing these death-defying gravity moments and defying you know everything that kind of comes. You know, it's a Fast and the Furious movie. You don't you don't you don't accept reality. Um, you don't, you don't really, you don't really go into these movies thinking that it's going to be realistic in any type of way other than that. You know, they're going to play on three different things. They're going to play on the idea that the main antagonist is out for revenge for something that they did, or he just kind of crossed paths with our main heroes and everything like that. That's one. There's going to be catastrophic damage on a major scale throughout the entire thing, that's two, and there's going to be somewhat of a, um, somewhat of a connection to all, to, uh, to every other film, there's going to be cars, there's going to be explosions, there's going to be family, that's the main three things you're going to accept from these three films, and everything like that, but 
I think I think the main issue that I have with this film well it's not even an issue with the film it's just that these, these the action sequences and everything that they do with this type of film go right out the window with how over the top they are now with the action is over the top to an extent to where it's like you, you you're not gonna believe it it's the same over the top bullshit that we've seen since fast five you know four and five kind of set the tone um kind of sets the tone of of what it sets the tone for what of what this how high this action franchise would go and then six kind of up the ante just a little bit when you know with the whole planes and everything with the armored uh indy cars and everything like that so they kind of up the ante to an extent and then they kept going further and further and further to the point where it's like all right this is this is getting ridiculous now uh 10 does the 10 tries to tone it down just a little bit but it tries to make sense of everything just a little bit but it tones down a lot of the action in a way it tries to have somewhat of a story in there but it's the same story we've seen in a lot of other films like it's almost the exact same story as furious 7 it's a revenge tale and everything like that and it almost it almost feels as if they're retreading their own movie you know you're retelling the story we've already seen before and they're retreading stuff that we've seen in other films as well and that's not really the way it's supposed to go it's almost a shot for shot uh it's almost a shot for shot retelling of what fast 5 is they're trying to continue the story plays off what happens in Fast Five. They introduce, a, you know, maybe a handful of new characters who are okay and serviceable to what this film is trying to do. But overall, this film is just like it's a, it's entertaining to watch. It it's a good, fun action film that everybody can get behind. It's a lot better in story compared to Nine, which you know Nine. I don't think Nine is the worst film. Well, Nine is not the worst film. I think. Four is probably the worst. But nine really is below there and everything like that. But ten definitely is is a step up from nine, but it's not a great film to say the least. It's the same uh it's the same kind of wishy washy stuff that we've seen before. Nothing original, even though the production company is called Original Film. The only good thing about this film, I will say, is Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa as this eccentric over-the-top villain is good because you know he's like fucking Nicolas Cage he's over the top he's always one step ahead and he's kind of a very similar he's a very similar villain to the character of Cypher for um, Charlie Theron uh, uh, that Charlie Theron was she's always one step ahead but because he's a little bit more eccentric and over the top and has he doesn't have like these great monologues, but he has these great his his delivery of his lines and his over the top acting and you know the idea that he's more physical and animated in this film just comes across as a little bit hokey at some points. But you know it is quite menacing. We you've never seen a villain like that in this franchise, so I give him the credit for going that extra mile, and it really does do the character justice. He's looking for revenge in in a sense that he's not going to upright and kill you. 
He wants to make you suffer the way he did. That's the whole idea of that's the whole idea of uh, of his character. He wants you he wants you to feel his pain rather than causing pain or bringing harm to you and the loved ones that you have like a normal villain. Uh, he wants to just go out and make you feel the pain that he's been feeling for the past 10 years. And there's only one way to do that and try to beat the Toretto and his family at their own game, which he does throughout this entire film. Now, when they announced that they were going to do Fast and the Furious Part 10, they had said, I think Vin Diesel had said this was going to be a part one and a part two. Now the rumors are coming out that it could be the final, uh, it could be a, a, a closing chapter trilogy. And I honestly, I can do with two. I can do with two. I don't know if I can do with three, but I don't know. It's it's got to be, it's got to end on a high note for me. To be honest, it's got to end in a way that is serviceable to the fans, and it doesn't really insult their intelligence like the way Nine did. But it's got to be able to make sense to, it's got to be able to just you know come to this conclusion because I'm not going to spoil anything. But this movie has a cliffhanger ending. It leaves you you know it doesn't say to be continued. Or anything like that. But it leaves you like, oh, shit, you know, this is only the beginning. And, you know, we got a long ways to go here and things like that. But this movie is entertaining. You know, saw it in the theater. Really cool. Visually. I'm not sure about the, uh, I'm not sure about the rewatchability. I'm probably going to forget about it once these other movies come out and everything like that. But, I mean, I admire them going the extra mile and toning down the unbelievability for the time being. I give all the credit in the world for Jason Momoa for making this film much more watchable and much more entertaining than, uh, you know, my my plan was. Because, you know, having John Cena be the main villain of the film and then to him, you know, for him to kind of revert back to being the good guy was like, all right, that's cool. You know, but for Jason Momoa to come in here and be the bad guy all the way across, um, all the way through, that's saying something. Now... I mean, Brie Larson is in it. Uh, obviously, she plays another... I mean, fuck. It's like how many people can have brothers and sisters and relatives and all this other shit to where this, you know, where this franchise goes and everything like that. And, of course, we have returning members to, uh, to people we've seen in previous films and everything like that. And there's a couple of moments that just... They, they're all inspiring. The dialogue is cheesy. The camaraderie between the group is also cool. There's even a couple of cameo appearances that kind of took me by surprise. I was like, holy shit, he's in this movie too? Damn, I didn't realize he was in this film. But um, it really kind of boggled my mind that, you know, they were trying to do everything they could. Like, you're, I'm looking at this film like, yeah, this is probably going to be the last one until we get to the end. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, I guess there is going to be another one. But, um, you know, the movie the movie tries to, to, to have some believability in it, but... Once we get to the end and once we get to the point of no return, it's like, all right, somebody's going to die or they're just going to leave us hanging for another one. And they did. They left us hanging for another one. And, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm not looking forward to it. But then again, it's hard to not look forward to this because, you know, the idea behind these Fast and the Furious films is that they're going to keep going until people stop watching them. And, you know, judging by how the the critics may feel about this film these movies do make money like transformers you know what i mean the movies made money and unless something unless people stop watching them or unless they don't make the money back that they spent making the movie they're going to keep going and i remember 
being about maybe 10 years old when the first film had came out and here I am you know 30 and now they're already you know we just watched the 10th film and everything like that so these movies have staying power that is both you know redundant at times but entertaining in the same way and this wasn't a bad film but it wasn't a good film like it's not the best Fast and the Furious but it's not the worst Fast and the Furious if you're a fan of this franchise and you're excited to go in there, you're you're gonna have fun. But you know, if you could care less about this franchise and don't really, and you're like, damn, they're still making those movies, like fuck, you know, it's gonna be the same movie you remember or the same thing you've seen a hundred times already, you know, and everything like that. You got a cool villain in in uh, in uh, in Jason Momoa, but you don't get the, you don't really get a whole lot of him. Basic, he's so. He's so over the top with his performance, but his motivation and his character development is so bland and generic. He's a common villain with an over the top ego and personality. And, you know, you don't see that in this type of movie. And that's why he's that's why his performance and his character kind of feel like a breath of fresh air, because in reality, they kind of are. And, um, you know, you don't really get that in these type of movies and things like that. So he was good. For what they were trying to do. Yeah, there are some points where he's a little bit too animated and too cartoonish at times. But, you know, it works for other aspects of the movie and things like that. So, either way, like I said, if you're a fan of this franchise and you've been watching it ever since it came out and everything like that. I think you'll have fun with this film. If you could care less about this film, don't go into this movie expecting anything new or anything like that. If you've never seen any of the, franchi- uh, any of the Fast and the Furious movies... Uh, and you you know want to want to watch this one you'll I guess you'll enjoy it I mean it's got it's got the cool action sequences it's got some great uh, uh, moments of comedy and everything like that the dialogue is cheesy a little bit cringeworthy sometimes but overall it's not a bad film it's not a good film but it's not a bad film either so I'm gonna leave it at that so but that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode if you liked the episode be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Uh, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Um, we just did, uh, uh, we just did, we're going to finish the final episode, the final two episodes of, uh, of the Terminator series and everything like that. Just did Fast 10. There's a couple of films that have dropped on the streaming services that are probably going to drop sometime either later today or tomorrow. The NBA playoffs are going on right now. I think it's going to be game three between uh, L.A. and uh, Denver. So definitely looking forward to that. Uh, But be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And, of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.